Hi. Hello. I'm Julian. And I'm Tom. And we are Team Binge. And we are here to talk about the after party. Yes, we're binging it. We're binging it. One week at a time. One week at a time, one episode at a time. That's the Team Binge guarantee. (laughs) We are talking about Jasper's episode. Mm -hmm. Tom, did you enjoy this episode? I had a blast. You had a blast. (laughs) Do you typically like musical things? No. Generally, I'm not a huge fan. Well... Knowing you a little bit, I would argue you like Hamilton, The Greatest Showman. Okay, it's funny you mentioned that because I was like, "You are a be... huge fan of Cats. You <laughs> loved the Taylor Swift movie Cats. I know that you've got a shirt." Uh, I was gonna say those would be the two movies I would reference, or I guess like one being a movie and The Greatest Showman, which is one of the most fantastical like show tune music movies, whatever ever. The Greatest Showman is great. Um, and then, yeah, Hamilton, which I never actually got to see a production of it, but I did watch like the Disney Plus version, sure. and it was incredibly impressive. How did you feel about Les Mis? Uh, I'll be honest with you, man. Never seen Les Mis all okay. the way through. Well, Anne Hathaway, who we both like, won mm-hmm. an Oscar for Les Mis, oh, so did you she? should watch Les Mis. Okay. It also has Hugh Jackman in it, singing. Is, isn't it kind of depressing, though? Um, I need more happiness in my life. It's not fun. But the music's incredible. Okay. So I would offer that Les Mis is a good time. And Starlight Express? Never heard of it. Jesus Christ Superstar? Never heard of it. The Phantom of the Opera? Never heard of it. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, maybe I was wrong. Who plays Jasper? Our boy Ben Schwartz. How much do you love Ben Schwartz? Ben Schwartz is, he's definitely up there as one of my, like, favorite funny man nowadays. Oh, yeah. Whenever I see him in something or whenever, like, I'm like, all right, I'm in. Because he... And he doesn't have to play anything far, like, away from who maybe his normal persona is yeah. or who he was as Jean Ralphio from uh-huh. Parks and Rec. But, man, he's a good time. I even Very watched, talented. I even watched, the, like, the recent thing. He's in, he plays Sonic, right? He has, like, the voice acting yeah, for voice Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Uh, and he's great in that, like, much more childish and, like, tamed version of him. But it's still fun. Right. So what would you say this episode, if, like, Brett's episode's Fast and the Furious and... Anique's episode is a generic rom-com. What would you give this episode? How would you summarize it? I would say, again, I'm going to summarize everything with Clue. It's that mixed with Clue. I think this is like a high school musical kind of thing. Okay. Like it's him going back to high school and just all these song and dance numbers and everybody joining in. Sure. Uh, and then after they finish the song, everybody just goes back to doing yeah, what they normal. Which is great. Uh, I, I have to admit, never seen a high school musical, but... I feel like when they pop up Jasper's name and it has like the lights and like bulbs, I yeah. think that's a high school musical thing. Yeah, it's almost like I never watched it. Man, we're discovering we're going to compare this to stuff we've never seen. <laughs> but like, was Glee like this or is Glee? I guess Glee. No, it is. I think I'm pretty sure it's very Glee-ish. Okay. Yep. Well, it's gleeful. This opens with a piano riff and I was in right away. But we do start back in the bathroom mm-hmm. with Anik and Jasper. Mm-hmm. And this is where they bring up the theory of whoever wrote on his neck, I have diarrhea, also wrote the note that they put together. Mm-hmm. And I am going to remind our viewers, hi, those of you watching at home, <laughs> that I think that note is lyrics to a song, a bad badly written song well we haven't seen it performed yet that's fair he then anik gets jasper to like spell out diarrhea Mm -hmm. but jasper knows the game so it's tricky whether or not 
he, he spells would change it. his writing. Yeah, but, but he then he does wrong. give an example on his phone of, hey, this is how I do my E's, <laughs> uh, capital, and then my S's are dollar signs. Which, which is, it's a bold play to like hand write on your phone case. Like, did he custom make this, or did he just take a regular phone case and just write his name on it? I mean, knowing Jasper <laughs> and his personality, I think it was factory made. He has hundreds made, <laughs> uh, hoping that they go big. Yep. I wish. I don't know if he's out of Hollywood jail yet, but I wish Nziz Ansari was a part of this cast a little bit. I don't know if they'll ever let him back. I'm pretty sure he just came up with a a special. Okay, so he's out of Hollywood jail? Yeah, I think he's on cancel. All right. Well, Jasper spells diarrhea wrong. I gotta be honest, uh, if you go through this outline, diarrhea is spelled 12 different ways. (laughs) I I keep wanting to correct it on the outline, but I'm like, well, maybe he's doing this strategically because it's how that actor spelled it out. No, it's not strategic. (laughs) It's laziness. And it even even has the red line underneath where I could right click and it'd fix it. I didn't do it. And I apologize up at the top for those of you listening at home with children. We're going to say the word diarrhea a lot. Listen, it's a bodily function. Figure it out. My kids would lose their absolute mind. Yeah, my kid had it today. Oh, no. No. <laughs> it's just, it just no, I didn't mean they'd have it. They'd be laughing <laughs> no. at the word and how often I have to say it. But Jasper, oh, this is the part where Jasper remembers that there's a camera in Xavier's bedroom and this could exonerate Anique and it's in the eye of... Hall or Oates, he's oh, not very sure. Not sure. <laughs> uh, but he's like, it's watching you based on that song. And this is, I feel like throughout this episode, I got very suspicious of Jasper. Oh, really? And Jasper is, after this episode, top of my list. Oh, really? Jasper is officially at the top of my list. And this is the first piece where he's he saw the AV equipment uh, at uh, Xavier's house. So he kind of already knows kind of the layout and flow. He says he saw this because he was, you know, he didn't install it, but he saw it. He knows the cops are going to see this. So he's potentially like making it seem like he came up with this idea to exonerate him and then we'll kind of talk about this next scene i think jasper is doing a little bit of uh mainframe hacking here okay all i can say is that it's never the song and dance man (laughs) uh and i found jasper incredibly charming this whole episode he was and charming people don't kill we all know that this is the it's the show i think it's pointing us in a couple directions but i think it it gives us a couple little nuggets that that point me there. All right. Well, I'd love to hear it because that is not the impression I got. <laughs> the police try and get the video off the AV equipment. They mm-hmm. call Jasper the AV man or yeah, something like AV that. Guy. Hey, AV guy, you just hang out over there. <laughs> Let's professional the cops do their thing. Jasper tries to help. They tell him that suspects do not handle evidence, mm-hmm. which is a good rule. It's fair. And Jasper tweets out Marine police please add me to a list of people that the police have oppressed. And Anik's like, no, don't send that out. That's a bad idea. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, I probably tried that one a too quickly. I should yeah. think before I send. Yeah. So then we watch as the police, who apparently have never worked a computer before, um, they're apparently not a part of forensics, which it would seem like you'd... Anyways, lot to nitpick here, <laughs> but in the end, it looks like Culp deletes all the video files. All of a sudden, they do that thing where they... It's just everything starts deleting at random. And I've watched this three times, and every time I've watched this, Culp doesn't do anything on the screen. Okay. However, throughout this entire sequence, what is Jasper on? He's his on his phone. phone. He's on his phone being a little sneaky. He's saying he's sending out tweets... 
But as they start deleting the stuff, Jasper looks up from his phone. He's like, oh, no, what's going on? Like, oh, that stuff's deleting. I feel like Jasper was potentially hacking the Gibson here and deleting these files. Oh, wow. And um. I'm not necessarily saying it's it, – I, I still think he's very suspicious and Jasper on the top of my list. My wife also threw out a theory, which I like a lot, that Jasper might think Anik did it based on the current evidence, and he might be trying to protect Anik, and he's deleting all that footage. Tom, I was going to mention to you that I felt like this show did not do enough to like give me the clues to mm-hmm. point me in a direction, that it was all just – Different versions of people's stories, and you weren't, like, able to pick anything up. Yep. But what you said right there, I realized, I'm just a bad detective. <laughs> bad at spotting things. Listen. Bad at paying attention. <laughs> bad at cracking the code. I once uh, figured out the prestige mid-movie. That's where my life peaked. I've never solved another case. You haven't gotten to gumshoe level yet. You're still a detective. You'll get uh. to gumshoe level. But I feel like you had a lot of good observations last go around with like Walt and some of his bits. So I was paying kind of extra close attention this round. And that definitely stood out to me as a little fishy. All right. Well, good for you. I hope it works out. And I hope <laughs> it is Jasper protecting Anik, who in the end, they're both working for Zoe. I did have another theory. This this doesn't fit anywhere at oh, any yeah, point. Oh, yeah, more theories. <laughs> yeah. Lay them on me. It doesn't fit at any point in, in throughout this whole thing. But I kept thinking, like, you have unique names in Xavier. And they, every time they say Xavier, they always say Xavier. Mm-hmm. They never say Xavier. You have Jasper, another unique name in Zoe. It's the XYZ. Okay. Don't know where that goes, but I just literally was watching it. I'm like, hmm, Xavier, Jasper, Zoe, XYZ. I don't know. Don't know. Okay. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Maybe it comes to something, but I thought it was interesting. All right, I was with you, and then you went like weird uh, Reddit rabbit hole. You keep uh, that letter. in mind throughout the rest of the series, and oh, it's gonna make I sense. Won't be able to forget it now. <laughs> I'm not an "I told you so" guy, which is what Yasser says to them That's after right. they delete the I files, told you so. and then he says, "I told you so." <laughs> And he's like, let me go next. Let me tell my story. And so he goes and he sits down with Danner in the recording studio. Mm -hmm. He starts to drop a sick beat. She's like, what are you doing? Sorry, I got to get in in my mind space. And she mutters under her breath, this one is going to break me. (laughs) Which, I don't know how many times in my life I've said that and said it loud enough so the person (laughs) that I'm sitting with hears it. But it was great. And then we get to the Jasper show. Mm-hmm. And the Jasper show is... I think it's very much a high school musical. I think like He he makes a very similar entrance to Brett, where he's kind of like very cool in right. his car, kind of parks all awesome, and then walks up and goes through that little like line where they had all the pictures of everybody. High-fiving everybody. Right. Everybody's excited to see him. Always Ned. Ned's yeah. always the first guy. They, Ned was just hanging out there greeting everyone. Ned's the life of the party. I love his energy. I mean, this this show is just like pointing out that we are all the stars of our own movie and yeah. that we all focus on how cool we can be <laughs> sometimes. Everyone loves him. He does a flip. I do love this. This is like the classic, like, the actor can't do all these acrobats. And I think Dan even calls it out here in a second. Like, you're yeah. too tall to be a gymnast. Um, but, like, the actual, like, stunt double is doing all the flips and then, like, drops out of frame in front of the camera. And then the actor just pops up in front of the camera. So oh. the actor is just kneeling down. You know what? It's called a uh, – what is it called? It's called, like, a cowboy take or something. Oh, is it? Okay. Where you drop out of frame. Like, the stunt person drops out of frame. And then the actor pops in. <laughs> It's got a name. It's called, like, the cowboy something. I love that. 
But yeah, it was very noticeable. She does bring it up. She's like, <laughs> you look a little tall to be doing gymnastics. And he's like, yeah, that's, well, that's what my coach said. And I've got 40,000 participation trophies. I love, I don't know, uh, Jasper, Ben Schwartz doing a fabulous job. Mm-hmm. He, oh, and as he's entering, Anika's sad. Anika's sad. And this is him talking to Anika about, hey, this is a second chance for both of us. You get to be with Zoe, and I get to get Xavier to bless my track. Yeah, I think he says, like, we're, we were bonded by the beat. Bonded Xavier. by the beat. I do like uh, the way Sam Richardson plays, like, a neek here, where he's just, like, very to the point, and he's just kind of saying it, like, I don't know, like, all, like, monotoned or whatever. Yeah, I don't, like, in Yasser's <laughs> mind, it didn't matter, like, yeah. exactly what he was saying or how he put it. It was just, like, a neek sad. Yeah. And I was the guy that was like, hey, cheer up, man, yeah. we'll get it, which is great. Then we hit Jasper, I believe his first song. Yes. Which is called... Uh, does it give the actual name? Is we it just... all get one shot twice. Twice, yes. Which is a play off of Hamilton, which you mentioned earlier on the top of the uh, thing, called uh, My Shot. I've never seen Hamilton. Okay, I would recommend it. I don't even think I've listened to Hamilton. I think I've brought this up before. Someone in my life strongly, strongly fell into the Hamilton vortex mm-hmm. and was like... <laughs> trying to i don't know evangelize it to me <laughs> and i said not today no thank you and i refused that was four years ago <laughs> yeah no it was a long time ago i'm still holding on to it that same person is trying to push bts on me as well and i mm. will be just as spiteful and not listen to any bts unless it's on a samsung commercial <laughs> i mean it is you you have to commit to it it's long i mean it's one of these big musicals that i think is hour and a half intermissions or whatever but they have it on Disney Plus, and they bring back all the original cast to do it. Uh, an amazing production, and the music is is phenomenal. I've also caught myself like listening to the soundtracks, and you can listen to it like front to back, and it's like you're experiencing the play because okay. it tells the whole story. Very very cool. So a mix of my shot from Hamilton, and then a little bit of Lose Yourself from Eminem. Those were the two things you'd mix it with. I absolutely yeah. Okay. Do you and, think those were direct inspirations? Like, are they parroting those? Or are you, those are just the two songs you felt related the I most? I think lyrically, it's parroting my shot. Like, like almost to a T. Oh, really? Like, yeah, okay. because he the, the whole thing that um, Alexander Hamilton, Lin-Manuel Miranda keeps saying, and he's like, I'm not going to miss my one shot kind of thing. Um, uh, this is him exactly. prior to the duel, I'm assuming? Where yeah, he's like, I'm not, gonna lo- I'm not going to miss my one shot? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and then and, Aaron Burr in the background's like, "I'm not gonna miss either sucker." <laughs> that's that's the kind of thing. It's supposed to be foreshadowing for him getting shot, you know, at mm. the very end. Um, but I think like tone and like the beat, I think it's very close to "Lose Yourself." Did they talk about how Hamilton's son was killed in a duel? Yeah, they cover it. They cover it. Yeah, mm. I cover it later. I always thought that was an interesting fact. Mm-hmm. Like son, like wait, like father, like. Like son, like father, <laughs> father, like the father, the son, and the Holy Ghost. Nailed it. Uh, but all of these songs throughout the the entire episodes, we've got this one and two more, all written by Mister Jean Lejoie, who played Taco. Is that from, how you say his name? Yeah, Jean Lejoie. Okay, but <laughs> who played Taco from the League? Uh, who, I knew it was pronounced Taco. <laughs> I didn't know. His real name was Jean Lejoie. Uh, but he's a very funny singing comedian in his own right. And you can go watch some uh, YouTube stuff on him. He's he's very good. He's very unique. Like It's like a lot of singing comedians. It's very hit or miss. Um, right. But uh, he's very funny. And it was one of those kind of guys where I was like, what is this guy doing nowadays? So it's it's funny to see him like kind of 
come back into the limelight, if you will, as like more of a producer or writer sure. of, of content for other shows. Well, the other guy that's in this, Ike Barinholtz, who plays Brett, is mm-hmm. also from the league. And now that you're talking about this, you are a song comedy guy because. <laughs> What's his name? Stephen Lynch. Stephen You've Lynch been is... a Stephen Lynch guy since we were in high school. I love singing comedy for sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. There's another one to go down. Stephen Lynch. Live we're at the sorry LA. that we lied to you at the beginning of this when Tom said he hated music and he hated music I don't, comedy. It's, it's because... just musicals. Like I, I don't like. I don't know. Like when when you're just acting in a movie and the actor just randomly starts singing, it's very off putting to me and just weird. Sure. Uh, like. I, but I think Greatest Showman's an exception because not only are the songs fantastic, but like they're just like they're built to be songs in the moment, and they're not like them trying to sing a story. I don't know. Don't 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 give me that look. Okay, <laughs> you're sure. judging me. The Bible says not to. I'm not judging you. What you're saying makes no sense, and I think you're wrong. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. I'm I'm with you. There's I think there is a difference. We all get one shot twice. Uh, the auto tune comes in, comes in very heavy. Yeah. And have you ever tried to use auto tune yourself? Have you ever? I don't know if I have, man. I don't know if I need it. So that's fair. That's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. Did you have a favorite uh, phrase from this song? <laughs> there was a lot of great lyrics. I like the one where he's like, "We can kill one bird with two stones." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That was great. There's a very detailed explanation of Eric Stoltz being replaced in the Back to the Future <laughs> by Michael J. Fox mm-hmm. and then being in Pulp Fiction and now being a sought-after TV director. Did you remember who Eric Stoltz was? I know what he looks like. Okay. But I've also had it brought up, like, I don't know, just in the zeitgeist that he was replaced by Michael J. Fox. You can see, like, I mean, there's pictures on the internet of him, like, doing the screen test with Doc Brown. Right. Or, um, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I when I saw, I didn't know who he was. I went and saw a picture, and the very first thing I thought of, the deep cut of Anaconda with Jennifer Lopez and Ice Cube, that snake movie. Tom, you're acting like I haven't watched that movie recently. I have most certainly have watched that movie recently. My wife and I do a bad movie night, and I can't. Anaconda's 100% fits in that category. And he's like the doctor or the scientist yeah, or he's something. Like leading, he's almost like leading the expedition. Yeah. The best part of that whole movie is John Voight's uh, oh, snake hunter character. He is so over the top and great. <laughs> but that, you know, when I saw a picture of Eric Stoltz, I'm like, oh, it's the guy from Anaconda. Anaconda. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, Owen Wilson's in Anaconda. He is. Wow. Oh, man. Is pull? Also, Anik brings up that you only get one shot twice, just like his uncle Amir, who was a lawyer, <laughs> yeah. but now has a microbrew. <laughs> and then the quarryman, then oh, became that was the great. Beatles. That was so great. I didn't look this up. I mean, it sounds vaguely familiar. Do you know the yeah, story so the, of this? Yeah, the quarrymen were the original Beatles, and I think it was actually Pete Best before they replaced... Pete Best was the original drummer from the Beatles, and they right. replaced him with Ringo. Um, and that's when they, I think, rebranded, if you will, and became the Beatles. And I, I'm a Beatles fan, but I don't know all the details, so I'm sure there's some people yelling at me out there. Um, I'm going to go on record and say the Quarrymen is a better name than the Beatles. It's a pretty good. Well, but the Beatles got that, like, you know, alliteration. Or not alliteration. It's got that double entendre. I don't know. It's a beat, like a beat of a song, Beatles, except they spell it wrong. They spell it B-E-A-T-L-E-S as opposed to B-E-E. Okay. Did you, did you, am I just making that connection for you? Uh, I think you might have just made that connection for me. But I will also go on record and say, not a Beatles guy. So it's okay. Walt tries to tell his story during the song and he gets cut off. And this happens a lot to Walt. Like, 
I don't know what it is. I but... almost hope at this point we don't even get an episode of Walt. We never know what his whole story is. He's just like pieced in throughout every episode. So there's eight episodes. And if we're following the formula, like each character gets one. If you look at like the after party, like show picture, mm-hmm. like Walt is a character. Um, it's very specific to the eight people that are on there. And some okay. of them are ones that like um, the woman that got the first mind movie. She is not in that picture. Yeah, like the Jennifers, I don't think are on it. No, Ned and so is not on it. I'm, I, I mean, I think Walt is important enough that he will get one. But it would be funny if his <laughs> starts, like his episode starts, and then he just gets cut off, and yeah. someone else takes over, like Detective Danner. <laughs> Walt is also, if you watch him in the background of any of like the synchronized dancing <laughs> yeah. and stuff, he's never doing the right move. But he's like in the corner of his eye, trying to like watch. It's like if you ever go to like a kid's play. And the kids, like, half know the choreography, yeah. but then they spend the whole time, like, looking at the person next to them trying to mirror <laughs> their moves, and everyone's just trying to... That's what Walt's doing. It's always the... two beats off. Yeah. <laughs> they skip... Oh, Danner wants him to skip to the part where Anik gets drunk, and... Do you, I... think, do you think that's interesting, like, that Danner is seemingly already have her mind made up about Anik and wants to just get to that part of his story and doesn't want to hear his whole thing? Or is she just fed up with him singing? And I don't know what's going on in the actual room. Uh, is he, do you think uh, Jasper's singing all of this? Yes, I think <laughs> that she just does not want him to... He's clearly performing it for her in that room. He's like out of breath and standing <laughs> yes. inside. And she, he does that like lean, the cross arm lean at that one point. And once again, Ben Schwartz is just doing a phenomenal job. <laughs> But so we're back out of the mind movie and Anik goes in and he finds Jennifer one who is pregnant and like propped up on the couch doing breathing exercises. Mm -hmm. And he asks her to write diarrhea (laughs) and he starts to create this game. And I think this is a play on like mafia or what's the Avalon where one person's the like murderer or one person's Merlin. You Mm -hmm. put your heads down and then you argue and accuse. (laughs) He's like doing a weird version of that. But he comes up with the name Spooky Dookies. <laughs> Which is a fantastic name. Like it's a it's like a barrel of clams with only one toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. I gotta imagine this is part of his like gamesmanship of creating escape rooms. Sure. Like he's kind of planning all this on the fly and he's probably this will eventually be an escape room. And you can see how his mind keeps working, like because he keeps adding <laughs> yeah. on to it. There's three phases. There's three phases. <laughs> and we find out that Jennifer's baby was conceived in Australia. And this is where I was really like looking for clues <laughs> because Xavier does an Australian accent in Hungry Hungry Hippos. Mm. And I thought maybe they filmed in Australia. But then I realized that Jennifer's husband is Isn't Ken. That? Ken? Ned. Ted. Ned. It's Ned. We'll get <laughs> there. It's Ned. it's Ned. I looked it up. Yeah. Oh, Zoe like doesn't want to oh Zoe doesn't want to write anything down because she's like why are we playing a game at this inappropriate time which i tend to agree with zoe i mm-hmm. can see her point but i also think she killed him so why is she sad <laughs> she seems kind of preoccupied she's kind of in her own mind here like thinking about something else doesn't seem to give uh, any two cents here yeah there's a moment later with her that makes no sense to me whatsoever mm-hmm. so and i plan on discussing it with you oh excellent then we're back with jasper Jasper's talking to Xavier. He invite oh he invites him to the bar because Xavier and Zoe are sitting there, and Xavier's like, "I'm just trying to stay low key, man." <laughs> and well, I mean, you came in on a helicopter though, right? <laughs> I 
It's just so great. We came in really low, like under the radar, which that whole exchange was perfect. It's just great because he's trying to say I came in under the radar and he literally came under the radar. Right. It's it's fantastic. Right. No, and it's also fun that like Jasper's character you almost would think is kind of a uh, like would kiss up to him or yeah. like but instead he's like yeah but you showed up in a helicopter so he's still kind of sticking it to him a little uh-huh. bit which is great well and and some of this back and forth conversation i think again trying to make he's making me think about like how jasper i think he is a lot more upset about the way scope diem ended and this relationship sure. that i think is kind of being led on okay. even just some of the little like back and forth they kind of have here there's a little bit more of an edge to him you think i think so yeah and again okay. this is his perspective his retelling of it but he can't help himself but still get some of these jabs in they have a drink at the bar they do a shot it looked delicious jasper's <laughs> idea uh, was for xavier to go by his middle name his middle name as opposed to eugene xavier instead of eugene which mm-hmm. i don't know i like eugene <laughs> I don't know if Eugene would be as much of a uh, uh, worldwide phenomenon going by a single name, but hey, uh, prove us Eugene wrong. Levy. Eugene Levy's huge. We yeah, all but, love Eugene <laughs> Levy. He doesn't go by the, Eugene. The the Gene we call him. <laughs> the huge. The genie. There um, it is. <laughs> but I think he like uh, then he mentions like the Scape Diem and all that kind of stuff, and he's like, "Oh man, Xavier's like, oh that band was so dumb. Oh yeah, Ska was so dumb. But then like Jasper takes like defense to it." Where he's kind of like, yeah, we were kind of super important, though. Like, we were committed to ending racism. Oh, yeah, that's right. He adds the... And I didn't understand if that was like a like a ska in general, like ska was known for that. Or if that was because of so. what they wrote and what they did. And once again, is this just Jasper painting like a picture for Danner? Because that's who he's telling the story to. Mm-hmm. Well, and they, they they did a lot of charity events, Scape Diem. Oh, did they? Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll get to it a little bit later. But when uh, Jasper has his YouTube page up, you can okay. see some of the other YouTube videos and uh-huh. the titles of those videos. They're pretty funny. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> I'm Well, good for you. I didn't do any of that diving in. <laughs> Xavier agrees to bless his track very reluctantly. Yeah, and just, this was the clip, the back end of this, where Xavier's like, all right, man, sure, whatever. Yeah. And yeah, his, sure, whatever. Yeah, sure, whatever. And because that happened, I think, in episode one, we catch that little snippet. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, what was Xavier oh, asking? from Anique's perspective. So, yeah. yeah so that checks out because uh, Anique also talked about it. Okay. And we're at Yes for song two. Yes, this is Wicked song two. Not to be confused with Blur's song two. Woohoo. Woohoo. <laughs> Which one. we find ourselves listening to very often on this podcast. <laughs> we covered a lot. Uh, but yeah, so the the song, yeah, sure, whatever. Again, lyrically, it was just a lot of fun. And this was more, I don't know if I would equate this to any like specific song. This just kind of seemed more generic, like super poppy high school musical type stuff. Right. Yeah, I was trying to think like, this is like an Avril Lavigne song, almost. Like one uh, of the poppier Avril Lavigne she's songs. She's more like grunge though, man. I don't know if there's enough grunge, but it's, it's pop, no. called pop grunge. The way you moved your head and neck when you said yeah. grunge, I don't know. <laughs> I'm doing the listeners at home will see it on the video, but <laughs> the pregnant women dancing in the background <laughs> is a great bit. Everybody dancing is great. Right. And they're like, yeah, they're like they're popping and locking and it's oh, so great. He's like, I'm going to get so famous, I'll have a drug problem, probably cocaine. <laughs> I love, great. did you see Ned in the background? He kind of does a LeBron James where yeah, he, he like pats and then like the seemingly cocaine or powder. Throws the white whatever. powder. Sure. Yeah, uh, no, it wasn't seemingly. It was cocaine. <laughs> Ned loves it. 
And what I did appreciate, I liked that they're clearly doing a choreographed dance, but in the song he said something like, this is all spontaneous and <laughs> yeah. not choreographed. Uh, choreogra- uh, choreogra- <laughs> wow. No, you had it choreographed. No, I'm not going to get there. I know. There's. I'm going to give up. I'm typically not a quitter, but I'm going to give up on that word. Uh, it's yeah there's at one point like the microphone gets thrown into frame he catches it like awkwardly kind of like oh, upside and, yeah. down and then like he does one dance move where he puts his arm up and then throws the mic it yeah. goes off screen he hops up on the table and the chair the table and chair is like clearly glued to the ground because it's not moving at right, all right uh, it's just good just fantastic. he gets outside and the song ends and he immediately goes hey or something like chelsea <laughs> yeah. something like that well, and, and I, I think it's it's worth mentioning, like, the way this song ends is everybody just emphasizing the whatever part. And they're all doing, like, the W on the head right. and kind of saying, like, hey, man, it's not as good if you don't have the, yeah, sure, y'all just saying whatever. And they're like, whatever. Right. So, again, I think it's a little bit of Jasper kind of like, you know, he, he has the sense that, you know, people are maybe looking down on him or sure. kind of that bit. So I thought that was an interesting end to that one. <laughs> Then we find Chelsea is riding on his car in lipstick. <laughs> and I paused the TV to try and figure out what she was riding. Mm-hmm. Couldn't figure it out. Just looked like squiggly. Yeah, I couldn't couldn't make anything out of there. What and is she- your take on Chelsea right now? I think the next episode is Chelsea's perspective, so we'll get it. But, like, is she... Do you think she's an alcoholic? Is she drunk? Is she just nervous? Like, what are you getting from this? I don't know... If I am in the right position to judge whether or not someone's an alcoholic, (laughs) I would say that there's clearly something happening with that flask with the big X on it. Clearly. And I don't understand the St. Patrick's Day party thing because she keeps bringing it up and no one else seems to, like, remember it. And I would suspect, like, if something tragic happened or if something that someone was like accused of mm-hmm. and you know i don't know how dark this um show will go but like you would all know that something happened yeah like a high school like group is small enough that the rumors would fly so mm-hmm. i don't really have a read on her but i do think that every time they've met up with her like multiple people have given the account that she's been drinking and is a little bit tipsy right well she's clearly she's writing on the window and anique she's having issues and then in brett she's having issues so yeah i would suspect she's drinking but i don't know not any more than what's necessary to high school reading yeah I, I almost get the take that like everybody's i think she's more nervous than anything and everybody's taking those nerves to think that she drinks because maybe she drunk back in like high school or whatever, okay and now that's what they assume from this reunion that she's just an alcoholic but i think she's just I don't know. She's kind of rough around the edges. Like, Jasper sees her writing on it with lipstick, but maybe she's, like, trying to do something and muster up the courage to do I don't know what. But mm. we'll see. We'll get her story. No, next. I like that take that other people, like, have heard she's an alcoholic, so they just assume her actions mm-hmm. are, um, they stem from that. Yeah. So, yeah, she brings up the St. Party's, or the St. Patrick's Day party. She's like, he's going to be sorry. And Jasper's like, who? Mm-hmm. And once again, no one remembers. And then he offers to drive her, and she's like, yeah, sure, whatever, which I (laughs) thought was funny. And he turns the camera, kind of gives a wink. Right, right, right. right. (laughs) And then we go to Walt is 
touch that Anik asked him to play Spooky Dookie there in the kitchen. He goes, like, touch his shoulder, and Anik kind of, like, goes back. Right, and Jasper skips the whole Brett episode, right, of give me the koala, or I'm going to kill all you. That doesn't happen in his version, right? Um... Because they just go straight to... Oh, yeah. It just cuts to the party. Yeah, we don't get to that bit. I think there's probably not as much to be said there in terms of that perspective. Yeah, That's you got to wonder whether or not Jasper knew he was asking for the koala because Jasper was sober. Oh, fair. So, anyways, but we are at the kitchen. Anik sees Zoe and he he's, Walt's in the middle of like doing his writing and yeah. Anik just takes it from him <laughs> once again. Walt gets the short end. Zoe mentions that everyone seems to think anik has done it mm-hmm. anik explains his diarrhea theory that <laughs> there i spelled it wrong again that um the handwriting is going to prove and so he should not have done that before she wrote her sample correct yeah. yes because and walt points this out and i appreciate walt pointing it out yeah yeah kind of background just listening to their conversation but she does mention that she did write something on him and he looks at his hand and sees i'm sorry on his hand with a little like heart on it which is that I'm sorry for, like, what happened in Anik's story that at that point she would say I'm sorry? Or is it just I'm sorry you're on the ground, passed out, and people are writing on you? I don't know. Um, I don't think the proper way is to just write (laughs) on the hand I'm sorry. Yeah. I think that's a little bit strange, but... Or do you think it's because she's a real murderer and she's trying to kind of lay on that Anik? She's like, she's kind of framing Anik. So she's writing I'm sorry because she kind of, like you know her subconscious feels sorry that she's kind of framing him for the murder if this was written and directed by jordan peele i would say yes but i don't i don't know okay i'm just trying to give you some fuel for your uh your zoe theory um i feel it in my bones that she did it which bones right now it's all of them all i don't know 400 how many are in a human body 783 there's thousands in the back anyways (laughs) We're back to Jasper's story, and this is where they're walking into the party. We have skipped Brett's incident. Mm-hmm. Anika's is clearly wasted here, mm-hmm. and this is the beginning of Jasper's song three dot dot dot, which is <laughs> a very lovely, I don't know, slow song ballad about looking for a response and not getting a text response. Yes, the three dots from stardom. Right. There is a moment here where he's singing and... Both Chelsea and Anik get drinks, and he switches them. Did you see this moment? Yes. Chelsea, so Anik is pouring himself water. Chelsea has a shot. Chelsea replaces it to kind of give Anik a shot, and she was going to take the water. Jasper sees it, and then he kind of switches it at the last second. To protect Anik. Yeah. It's just odd. I don't know what Chelsea's game is here, what his game was, but I think we've seen that scene at least twice, one from Anik's perspective and now again from Jasper's. So we'll see what sort of... It looks like from Chelsea. Maybe the flask is full of murder juice, which if you drink, you become a murderer. And now she's just trying to pour it into a neek but there so would that be, he'll be murderery. But there would be no reason for her to do If based on a telling of the story, a took a shot from that glass while they were in the car on their way to the party. Right. Uh, so there wouldn't be a need for her to pour. Well, he didn't have enough juice. in the car. He so needs more murder he needs juice. More murder Everyone juice. knows you need at least half a flask of murder juice before you can get to the <laughs> okay. murdering. That's what my family has always said. Okay. It's three dots to stardom. Is this a parody of something? Again, I don't think it is. I think it's just kind of a generic, like, kind of power ballad kind of thing. Sure. It almost gave me, like, kind of Taylor Swifty and vibed with just the, kind of the lone guitar and uh, kind of slow... Uh, slow jam. I don't okay. know if you got any of that. No, I didn't. I didn't hit any Taylor Swift. Okay, 
as a huge fan of T Swift, <laughs> I did not hear any Taylor Swift. I will say, and I don't know what they did. I'm sure he had to sing in the studio, but Ben Schwartz sings really well. Like yeah. all these things, he I don't know. Well, when he, he, I mean, he makes a, a mockery of himself when he's doing like Parks and Rec as, uh, give me the name. Jean Ralphio. Yeah, Jean Ralphio. But he's he, got like, range here. Super high notes. Yeah, he makes like mention of it. Like, But every time he kind of does rangy stuff, they like auto-tune it. Right. But I think it's just to kind of sell his, his ridiculous character. So he's waiting for Xavier to text him back so that they can meet up in the recording studio for him to bless his track. And I really like, like, this song had a lot of fun stuff going on to it, just, like, lyrically, the way they've got, like, all these dots in the background. Right. Like, it starts with the three people, like, holding the little, like, lights in the back. Right. And then it's, like, the three wait staff holding up the pan tops to th- show the three dots. Right. There's, like, artwork in the background that's three dots. The chairs are three dots. Like, it's just very cleverly done. Well, he picks up the guitar and starts playing it. I don't know if you notice he's strumming the guitar with his phone. So he's holding onto the phone and strumming it, which is great. He's like pushing over guys as he's walking by. He's chucking the like champagne bottle over his head and the guys are catching it. Yeah, it's just a really fun, fun sequence. Uh, if you go back and watch it again, you'll probably catch a couple extra things. Those are some of the reasons why you like Walk Off the Earth so much. <laughs> yes. Very much that kind of physical stuff that's choreographed to the song in the background. Yeah. So you could say it had some Walk Off the Earth vibes. Very good. Yeah, that's a Canadian folk pop singing band. They do a lot of covers. Go check them on YouTube. You go down a rabbit hole and be very impressed. Yeah, they are pretty impressive. Then Brett shows up, he pushes Anique, the prawns get knocked over, we see (laughs) Xavier on the balcony, Zoe storms off from the balcony, and then Brett enters the balcony, and so we're watching this all from Jasper's perspective down below. Yes. And then, your favorite part, something you pointed out earlier, what (laughs) is Anique doing, Tom? He goes to Anique, he's like, ooh, jello shots, and they are not jello shots, they are candles. (laughs) He says, flaming jello like, shots. Excuse me, yes, because he blows it and then takes it down, uh, which is a callback to that other episode. And I felt like in that uh, that opener, I had to kind of call that out because I had seen up to this episode and like going back and rewatching the first one where he does the actual flaming jello shot. Uh, it's just priceless. Brilliant writing. Drinking hot wax would be, I don't know, I, I can think of fewer fates worse <laughs> that just seems terrible to me but i love it he's like "Ooh, that tasted bad let me try another one, <laughs> let me try another one. Yeah. he picks it up and then yasper takes it away which i love this sequence too because like the song isn't over he's just kind of like a it, like a, a slow or a cut from the song to be able to do some of this story building here when he takes the candle then the song kind of keeps going and he's just holding on to this candle while he's doing this right. slow finish right and then we come out of Jasper's story and Danner's like, so did you see anything? And I love this line. He was like, I was lost in 4-4 time, which is so good. Jasper stops the prank that's happening on Anik and gets him some pants. While he goes to get him some pants, he sees a concert shirt of Xavier's and he's like, oh, that's going to be me one day. Mm-hmm. And also interrupts uh, Professor or Mr. Shapiro yeah. and Quiet Heather in the bedroom. <laughs> Not so Quiet Heather anymore. Not so Quiet. But also he's like, oh, hey, how's it going? Oh, bad time, bad time. Well, it's such a weird time to... It's just weird because they've done... I think every episode has had a beat where they're Shapiro in a different, and Heather... They're in the teacher's lounge. They're in a closet. Now they're in a bed. Yeah. Is it... Have they been... Have they been in every different place making out throughout this entire evening? Or has everybody in their mind movie seen them just in a different spot? 
I would assume that they had, were in the it's teacher's lounge. an all-night lounge. affair. Okay. Yeah, because how would you make up that memory if you didn't know? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It just seemed interesting that they're, everybody's fighting them in a different spot. Maybe they're the killers. Who knows? Ooh. I'll never leave your side, he says to Anik, <laughs> and then he immediately gets the text and leaves, which he did in another one of um, the flashbacks where he is walking in with Anik and he's like hey I'm with you all the way oh hey and he goes so how good of a friend is Jasper not good none of the people are good friends to leave him passed out on the floor yeah the way he the way he runs away kind of seems like what a diarrhea murderer would do oh very nice (laughs) good work Xavier tells him that track 12 in the WIP folder should work for your collab you inspired it be there in 10 minutes. So the way they shot this, this was the text that is uh, Jasper's reading off of his phone. It shows Xavier kind of in the background, seemingly looking at his phone, not like mentioning Jasper, not talking to Jasper. I feel like there's something kind of weird and going on here. Like almost as if like Jasper sent this tweet or this message or somebody else sent this. Like, cause it doesn't seem like this is the actual text message that Xavier is sending. Does it not? Because after this, Xavier kind of turns and says, hey, I got a big announcement or there's something going on. And he's like, it's time to party. And then like he kind of just jumps back into it. It doesn't seem like he has any sort of like... Uh, it doesn't seem like do he has sent the text. Yes. I agree with okay. that. Okay. I also agree there is a way that Jasper holds his phone when he's like, this is maybe the last text. It's in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, where he's yeah. like, hey, this might be the last text he sent. And like the way he holds it, like he almost doesn't want to give his phone over to detective Danner. Mm-hmm. So I'm with you. It, I don't know, maybe on the computer, he got onto his iTunes and texted him through his iCloud account Very or possible. whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how texting works. <laughs> maybe he got his aim thing and he instant messaged him. Yeah. Use that AOL bar. Jasper then passes Zoe and he's like, Hey Zoe, are you ready for a hit track? And Zoe's like throwing her arms in the air and she's like, yeah, all for one and F them all. And I was like, what is happening? And even Jasper's like, that was a turn. Was a turn yeah. Like, so I don't know what happened. Did Zoe get some of the murder juice? And now she's. Was this. I'm just trying to think timeline here. This is not when she came down after Brett and xavier were having their argument no this is after well it's got to be well after yeah. right because it's after you anik passed out and he was getting drawn on and seemingly she drew on him so she there's some timeline gap like she just bumped a line in the bathroom <laughs> and now she's super pumped she got some is coke from that, bed is that the right term bumped a line uh sure she's she pumped from the bump oh yeah that mm, it's a bump pump no some nose candy that's right white lightning oh i don't know man <laughs> I don't do drugs. Anyways. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> clearly we should, though, because this would make a lot more sense. Chelsea's attempting to go home. She's like, something I thought was going to happen doesn't look like it's going to work out. Mm-hmm. And Xavier's, like, trying to, like, pump her up. And this is where you're like, okay, this is clearly... I'm sorry, not Xavier. Jasper. Jasper mm-hmm. is trying to pump her up. And this is clearly Jasper's story because he brings up Scott Diem and she's like, 
You mean the uh, like the major, the quintessential like band of our high school? Yeah. How great they were! Like, oh, you gave me the courage to now go do X Y Z or whatever. So, right? X Y Z. There it comes again. He's clearly pointing out that uh, while I guarantee no one remembered Scott Bay DM, he paints the picture that Chelsea did, mm-hmm. and she's like, "You're the most inspiring person <laughs> yeah. I've ever met, Yasper," which is clearly <laughs> yeah. not a line that anyone would say to Yasper. <laughs> Then Chelsea goes over to talk to Xavier, and they go up to the room. And once again, this is Yasper being like, oh, hey, man, I'll see you in 10. Oh, you're going to go with, okay, I'll wait it out. Like, oh, I guess, okay, I'll go to the room, I'll wait for you, kind of thing, yeah. Right. So then he goes to the recording studio, Mm -hmm. and he's constantly... He's taking a bunch of selfies. He's kind of... We've seen this a lot out of him. Yeah, he's trying to, again, I think what he's trying to do is pinpoint time frames that he's at a place. Like, hey... I'm letting the internet know I was at, you know, in his recording studio at this time. Maybe it's the time of the murder or something like that, giving himself a little alibi or when discovered. I don't know. Um, but if you do see, like, when he posts on Twitter, did you see what his uh, Twitter handle was? Tom, I didn't look at any of the YouTube stuff. I didn't look at any of the Twitter. And I'm uh, a sadder man for it. Please enlighten me. His Twitter handle is Yasmatez69. <laughs> Which is oh, very classic funny. Jasper. Classic John Ralphio. <laughs> um, I guarantee Jasper and John Ralphio are friends in some way or they're another. They're like mine, for sure. Yeah. Then he turns on track 12, which is How Great Is This Party? Mm-hmm. And he's like super into it. Pumped. Super excited. Mm-hmm. And this was the file that he sent or he sent the text message yeah. in the work in progress folder. I was like, what does WIP mean? <laughs> Gotta figure this out. Yeah. And then he immediately answers it. Yeah. And then he <laughs> goes to explain to Danner there are four categories of songs. Did you agree with this categorization of songs? And I'll go through them and you can tell me whether or not you agree or disagree. Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought about making a game of this and trying to like come up with different songs and then have you put them into those spots. But he does a good job of, as he explains them. He's like, Kind of says that this is the artist that does these kind of beats. Sure. So he says there's the I love you or I hate you, but I secretly love you. <laughs> Which is Danner's favorite. Danner's favorite type <laughs> of song. There's the I'm so great or my hometown is great. Mm-hmm. There's how come, come on everybody, listen to what I have to say, which are your... <laughs> Uh, Bonos, yes. your uh, think think about an issue songs, mm-hmm. and then the how great is this party yeah, song, the party mix, party jams. I was going to be like, well, I don't know if all songs fall under this category. What about the national anthem? But then number two is how great is my hometown? So <laughs> yes. I guess it would fall under that. I thought that whole bit was very funny, and Danner's great uh, throughout the uh, mm-hmm. throughout the process of him explaining it. He adds shouting how great is this party from the Scape Diem track to the... He immediately is like, oh, yeah, I like this song. And then just seems like he is completely Well, he draws the conclusion. Up, right? Yeah, he draws the conclusion that, and again, whether Xavier was the one that actually sent this tweet to, or this message right. saying go to this folder, but he draws the thing. Oh, he's saying how great is this party. We said how great is this party in this old Scape Diem song, so he clearly wants me to use this part to sample or to do whatever. I feel like, okay, okay, okay. So we have to believe that Jasper hearing this song very briefly, How Great Is This Party, immediately remembered that in an old Scape DM video that he shouted, How Great Is This Party? 
or does he shout how great is this party at every Scape Diem <laughs> concert? I think he mentions that. Like that's like his tagline before all their con- uh, their songs or concerts, whatever. He screams that. Okay, so you don't think because you could make the argument that in hindsight he somehow got his paws on the track mm-hmm. or all the tracks, heard this one. Well, he wouldn't be able to retroactively put Unless how great is this party. He has a time machine. Back to the Future was referenced in this episode. Or if he's an AV guy that knows how to edit uh, video and audio. I think that's more likely. I could make you say whatever I want (laughs) on this podcast since I do the editing. (laughs) Um, But then I think eventually he decides, like, okay, I've got to get his attention. I'm going to play this Scott Pay Diem video throughout the entire house. So he does his little AV thing and pushes it on everything. Uh, And this is where we can get the screen grab of... You see the YouTube video of the one that they show, which is them playing at their high school or whatever it was. But all the other titles for some of these other uh, videos and gems. We've got uh, Ska, or sorry, try that again. Skank. Skank You Very Little. It's a non-requested encore, 2006. (laughs) (laughs) Non-requested encore. That's great. Uh, We have Divine Scomedy Church Parking Lot. Uh, 2005. Nice. They're playing some church parking lots. Nice. Uh, do a or do the Skaka Cha Cha from 2005, <laughs> and Ska Mike Relief Charity Concert or Skamic. Sorry, saying all these because I kind of give different sure. things. This is challenging. Right. Skamic Relief Charity Concert 2005. So 2005, 2006. We had talked about maybe they just did like one show and that was it. But no. clearly they have a couple years worth of them. Trying to make it big, and hey, they're big into charity. Well, it seems like they had one year, 05, and then 06, they decided to do an <laughs> yeah. encore that no one requested. <laughs> so fair. I'm going to argue maybe one year. And then this cuts to, that was all great. I did not see any of that. I'm glad you did that deep I dive. love the idea of the writer, too, who just gets to like, hey, you you got to make a bunch of Scott puns. pun yeah. Scott into stuff? And I feel like Scott's the music genre is very punny. So It is. Yeah. It's fun. I went through a Scott kick. I still enjoy it. Oh, man. Real Big Fish, uh, Mighty Buddy Boston's. Um, there's others. Five Iron Frenzy. Mm-hmm. The OC Supertones. Yep. Those were all the religious versions <laughs> of Scott. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Anik wakes up. He immediately blames Xavier. And Jasper's trying to like talk him out of it, but not very hard. But he also, I think plays down like xavier he like i'm sorry um jasper plays down anik's reaction to the point where anik is like super calm he's like he's like i would never i he's like you would know you know me i would never be violent with him but Mm -hmm. i need to tell him he's not supposed to do these things well i mean yeah but it's also kind of weird that even yashper would kind of bring that up like he says like i'm not gonna hurt him could you imagine like he's i don't know if he's almost like planting that seed in with danner because danner's already seed with danner that anik could not be the murderer because he's so like reasonable and nice okay that's what i got from it I, i think it can go both ways you can you can say like he didn't even need to say that at all um and is like setting up him but i agree with you more that it's him saying like he's not that kind of person, which he does at the very end. He kind of like covers right. for him, says like he's a teddy bear. He's not the kind of guy that would do this kind of stuff. So as Anik goes to find him, that's when we hear the scream. Danner asks to see the text from Xavier to try and narrow down the time of death. And once again, just the way he holds the phone, the way he points at it, mm-hmm. it's almost like 
I don't know. I don't want you to look too closely at this. Yeah. And she eventually takes it and is like, this is helpful. Helps me pin, pin that time. So right. it definitely gives her something that she, she was needing. And I think Jasper's doing that purposefully. <laughs> we got to Anique talking to Brett and getting <laughs> Brett to write diarrhea. And he's like, don't think I don't know how to spell it. And he like gives this look. So. Yeah, he thinks about it. And then he's like, also, my stools are rock hard. <laughs> Which is just an incredible flex. Just an incredible thing to be proud of. I mean, we know he's got a great stream, and apparently he's got a great, oh, great stool man. as well. I know more about Brett's bowel <laughs> movements than I would ever want to. And then Anik is talking to Chelsea, and he approaches her as if he's afraid. Is it because she's on a balcony, and he is afraid he will get tossed off a balcony? Why does he approach her in such... Like, he he's like... Hey, and she's like, oh, you like, can come closer. You can come closer, and he takes like one step up, and, and then, then does he it again. Stops. Hey, and it's like, and and I don't know. She kind of has this like kind of crazy look in her eye, kind of thing. But this is the the way the show is presenting this. This is not anybody's story, so this is an embellishment. This should just be how this is like, after the murder. What's happening? Yeah, this is just how each of them are reacting. Is how I think we, are, as an audience, are supposed to be taking it. So I think there had to have been something. Whether maybe, well, I can't. I was gonna say maybe Anique thought Chelsea drugged him but i don't think we've gotten that perspective anique's mind story is placing the blame on xavier for spiking him's drink or or having him drink too much i don't i don't know it is it is interesting we then cut to yes for explaining to dander that like listen anique is too good a guy to kill Mm -hmm. it would not be him and then this is broken up by uh jennifer too is missing Mm -hmm. and she is the other name tag pregnant woman yeah. right and he kind of connects the dots because he's like i've got everybody to do it except for i think as well he's talking to chelsea like i've everybody to do it except for we got jennifer and he stops and realizes that it's, it's the other jennifer's not jennifer there too yep. and this is then where a police officer brings in the flask with the x on it and says mm-hmm. it was found wedged by the body yeah so what what's your take on that I, my assumption is it fell she, with him do you think it fell with him, or do you think she chucked it off the uh, balcony? Well, wedge I think she might have. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good toss. But the hat was also underneath him. That was a pretty good toss. The fact that he landed right underneath the hat, because they or didn't no, they found the hat near him. No, the, not fa- necessarily the, under hat, him. the hat was underneath him, and I, I mean, you could argue she went down and wedged the flask next to him, but she wouldn't have had time to do that. So maybe he fell with the flask. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. It's all red herring. Yeah, exactly. We'll get it in the, the next flask episode. Is, the flask is red herring. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got a red X on it. So <laughs> That's fair. I think like it's even like this this camera bit, and I would imagine they're going to do the same thing with the flask. Like Once they said there's a, a camera that's literally pointing exactly on the balcony, exactly in Xavier's room where you need it, not five minutes into this episode, do they erase the footage? Now the camera means right. nothing. I think it's going to be the same thing with this. It's just a, a, a way to end this episode, give us a cliffhanger for the next, and it'll probably mean nothing. Right, right. Now, did we get to all of your Jasper theory, or was there more that you wanted to dive into? No. Because I think you made a compelling case about some of the things he does mm-hmm. during this episode that are a bit strange. And so I guess if you could give me motive... If if someone murders someone, the first thing they always look for is motive. So let's talk about what is Jasper's motive for 
murdering Xavier. I think it's got to be one probably... Eugene <laughs> Xavier. Yes, I I would imagine there's probably maybe some like music theft potentially going on. Like uh, Jasper mentions, like he gave him his name to then become a star. Even Xavier says, like, oh yeah, like you kicked off my career. There might be kind of more to that that we're not uh, privy uh, to mm-hmm. in terms of maybe some of the music he wrote or lyrically. Um, but I think uh, clearly their their past music career, I think, has got something to do with why Jasper maybe feels vindictive towards him and is using this uh, um, high school reunion and this after party as a means to murder, I guess. Sure. Here's what I like about your theory, the more I've thought about it, mm-hmm. is none of the other characters that we have discovered have had any access to Xavier or his house prior to this yeah so if you were going to commit a murder you'd probably want to do some recon like brett brett's a recon guy um i use that term because he (laughs) anyways that joke will make sense to three of you um so jasper was there prior to Mm -hmm. was able to stake out the house well and maybe he had extra time because he like charged him double, took a nap. He comes up with that whole story. <laughs> yeah. So he's got a, he's got time to do things in the house in order to like plan this out prior to. And like you said, maybe he's got the ability to control um, the AV equipment, the cameras, all mm-hmm. that stuff. Also, we see him on a computer in Brett's episode mm-hmm. doing something because mm-hmm. Brett breaks in. And it's like, hey, have you seen a little girl? And Jasper's on a computer doing something yeah. at that point. And you can argue, oh, he was just making his mix or he was messing with the computer to do the song stuff, but I don't know if that was necessarily the case. He seemed like he was more like, wasn't expecting somebody to come in, like he was doing something. But I was like, well, what you're saying in terms of Jasper going and doing all the AV equipment, maybe, maybe that's when he saw something on his computer about Xavier stealing his music, stealing his lyrics, or doing something that maybe like flipped a switch in Jasper. And he's like, okay, now I've got... I've, I've got to kill this guy or something. I don't know. I don't know. I feel think like it been beforehand? I feel like a lawyer is a better way to go about getting some of those royalties <laughs> than murder. But mm-hmm. sometimes murder is the quickest. But I, I mean, again, think of it from Yashver's perspective. If he's trying to get famous, what's more famous than getting like the last blessing or last track or last audio from a recently deceased pop star sure and now it's going to be on his jam and now everybody's gonna be listening to his stuff sure everyone remembers the last person that tupac blessed yeah. i'll give you a moment to name them <sighs> suge knight <laughs> that's probably not right i think no i don't one. think that's right i don't think that's right <laughs> it was uh who's the guy that sings never gonna give you up uh rick astley rick astley okay. that was the last <laughs> guy bless that rick tupac astley. blessed <laughs> All right, so right now you're on the Jasper train. You mm-hmm. think Jasper's guilty. I'm going to stick with Zoe, but I really like your Jasper yeah. take. You're... I just think, too, like at the end of the series, if it happens to be Jasper, I think it's like a fun twist because he, right now he's just the fun-loving like goofball. Sure. He was in the romantic comedy. He was in this telling of his story, and he probably will be throughout. Like I just feel like... You can have a last episode where he turns and then it just becomes like super evil. Sure. And then sings an evil song, <laughs> yeah. which we would all love. All right. But well, we're, we're both officially caught up. I know there's, I think four and five are already out there, right? Cause I think they're coming out weekly. So we know we're behind, but we had, I think we've, we've watched through three now going into four. Both of us have not seen it and we'll be cold going into that one. So we don't have any potential like 
nuggets of foreshadowing we could say we like we have done the first couple sure yeah no foreshadowing i still think it's zoe you think it's jasper although yeah. i am i am almost a foot in your corner okay. because you made a compelling case love it thank you for joining us if you would like to send us your theories and give us a reason why it's not jasper or why it's not zoe and why it is i don't know detective culp who seems to be very fishy when it comes to deleting the files. <laughs> yeah. Um, write us at... Uh, TeamBingePodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on your favorite social media, if that social media is Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, because we don't have anything else. Uh, and you can find us at TeamBinge. Uh, but yeah, again, we appreciate you guys reaching out. We would love to kind of play this uh, detective game together. Um, and we'll uh, see you guys next episode for Chelsea's Mind Movie. I have been Julian. And I have been Gumshoe Tom. Adios, everybody. Bye.